0: And take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. And my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Father, the mighty name of Jesus tonight, our prayer is that you take us deeper. Lord, take us deeper. We want to know you. We want to know Jesus. We want to love Jesus. We want to fellowship more with you. Lord, we want to understand why we are even here. We want to know why you put us here. We want to know what you want us to do. And we want to have an encounter with the living God. Such as will leave every worshiper tonight Transformed and empowered. Kadoshabala Bahaya, Mandediata. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. My faith will be made stronger in the presence of my savior. the presence of my Savior. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Let tonight be somebody's night of encounter with divinity. In the name of Jesus, we declare the atmosphere is saturated with the angels of the Lord. And Lord, every desire on the heart of anyone here online is granted in jesus name amen. bible says that you did not call the sons of israel to save you in vain there is always a blessing when we appear before you the bible says that they grow from strength to strength each one of them that appears before you in zion may we grow in the name of jesus let your blessing be upon us and Let somebody shout me a believing amen. amen give a clap unto the lord and take your seat Hallelujah. All right, Minister Charles, do wait at the background for me. How many of you are excited about tonight? Can you give a clap unto the Lord? Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but all I know is that God is gonna do something supernatural tonight. Hallelujah. Would you see me a believing amen if you don't mind? now anytime we come to church angels are operating you got to understand that anytime we come to church angels are operating just keep the volume down a bit for me anytime we come to church angels are operating hallelujah the the church is a supernatural home where angels operate and so anytime you come to church you must have this understanding the whole place is flooded with angels you may not see them but they are here. Hallelujah. And listen, God has not left us without a witness. The Lord delivered angels to our advantage, to work for us. You heard the testimony of um, uh, Regina. I remember at the beginning, I mean, at the ending of last semester, when she came, she said, you know, because of injuries and all that, um, the, I'm not sure what will happen. And then truly to when they finished the semester and then they were preparing for this semester, she went and then her scholarship had been revoked. They said, you did not bring any point to the school. And so she came. I remember very well. I was sitting down and then I said, don't worry. We know something that we can do. And I said, Lord, let the angel of this ministry go and rectify everything. And I told her that in this house, your Whatever the Lord has started, the Bible says it is forever. Nothing can be taken out of it. When you read Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse number 14, he says that whatsoever the Lord doeth is permanent, is forever. So I told her after we prayed, as that the angel of this house is going to rectify it. Guess what? When I told her that the angel of this house is going to rectify it, the next time she went to the locker room, her name was now taken out of it. Initially, the name was at least there, but they had told her that we cannot, you know, give you the scholarship. This time around, after the word had come, she went there and her name was taken out. So she was more devastated and more frustrated. And then she came to tell me, I said, don't worry. The angel of this commission is working. You see, ladies and gentlemen, you got to understand the ministry of angels. I'm not preaching about the ministry of angels, but I want to say something about it. Because without angels, we are just mere elements on earth. It is the empowerment of angels that makes us supernatural. Yeah. It is the empowerment of angels with us. That makes us supernatural. When you meet somebody and they say that this person is a supernatural person, this person is a witch or this person is a wizard, it means that there is a spirit manifesting by the by the person. Praise the name of Jesus. So you see the person as a normal human being, but there is, an, there is a companion that your eye cannot see, which makes the person extraordinary. Now, as a child of God, we have angels deployed and assigned to us that makes you supernatural but you see the ministry of angels is such that when you are ignorant of them they will be there I I was surprised I read about Stephen how many of you remember Stephen in the bible who was stoned to death Stephen was being stoned to death the heavens opened he saw Jesus and he saw angels and he still committed his soul into the hands of the father and the father said come home and he died Do you understand what I'm saying? He could easily have said that, no. Because, you see, the reason why the heavens were open was because God was telling him that we are ready. We are ready for you. What you say is what we will do. The only thing that Stephen could say when the heavens was open, he saw Jesus, he saw the angels was that father into your hands I commit my spirit. The Lord said then come home. You didn't get it. If you got it, you understand what I'm saying. Listen, the power for you, as a child of God, is tremendous. But angels do not operate when they are sidelined. So your angel can be there. Give me the book of Second Kings, chapter 6. And let's start reading from verse number 15. Of course, um, when you start reading from verse number 1, this was when the king of Assyria would take a decision in his room. And then the king of Israel would hear it. So, They will say that, okay, we want to attack the Israelites. And then, some way, somehow, the plan that they will hatch in the palace will be downloaded to the king of Israel. So, they will avoid it. So, the king of Assyria was very frustrated and very devastated. And he was like, which amongst my servants is a betrayer? Is a disloyal figure? So, that when we take a decision here, goes ahead and then tell the king... And then they told him that, no, there there is no betrayer here. But what happens is that there is a prophet in Israel. What the king discusses in his bedroom. Look at that. And when, now give me, let's start from verse number, let's start from, let's start from verse number 13. And see if we can pick up that story from there. So from verse number 13, uh, no, start from verse number 10. So that we we will see it well. And the king of Israel sent to the place where the man of God told him and warned him of and saved himself. Not once, not twice, many times. Therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was so troubled for this thing. And then he called his servants and said unto them, Which of you is for the king of Israel against me? Verse 12. And, the, and one of the servants said, None of us, my lord. But Elisha, there is a prophet in Israel who tells the king the words that you speak even in your bedroom. Hallelujah. Listen, when you understand the ministry of angels, eh? whatever is hidden from you. I have written exams before where everything was downloaded. I just saw the thing. I was praying and then I saw the thing. I saw that Lord said, read this place, read this place, read this place. And I read that and when I went, it was exactly what the examiner needed. Listen, the ministry of angels will make your life smooth. So here, the thing that was discussed in somebody's bedroom was spoken in the open by the ministry of angels, verse number 13. So the king said, Go and spy where this man of God is, and come and tell me, so that I will go and then pick him up. And then they said, He is in Dothan. Verse number 14. Therefore he sent horses and chariots. My goodness. And a great host. And they came by night and they compassed about the city. They were looking for, they were looking for only Elisha, but they decided to encamp around the whole city. Now let's keep reading. And when the servant of the man of God rose up early in the morning and was going out, probably to fetch water or something, behold, the host had compassed the city with horses and chariots. And the servant said unto him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? And the man said, What do you mean? And he answered, Fear not, for they be with us, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Do you understand? Now, sometimes, listen to me, sometimes it will look like so many things are coming up against you. But the good news is that they that be with you are more than the things that are coming against you. But the, the difference is that with the physical eye, you can only see the things that are coming against you. But when you come to understand with your spiritual eye the ministry of angels, you will know that what is against you is just temporal. But what is for you is permanent. I said, what is against you is temporal. Sometimes it can be some sickness. Sometimes it can be some failure. Sometimes it can be some disappointment. When you allow it to sink into you, then it becomes permanent. But when you tell yourself that what is happening is temporal. Bible says that fear not, for they that be with us are more. The thing that God has done for us is permanent. Than the thing that the devil is trying to show you. Now look at verse number 16, verse number 17. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray you open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened his eyes, the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. The situation that was coming against them was physical. But the issue that was confronting the situation coming against them was spiritual. It had to take the eyes of the young man to be open spiritually. Listen, don't underestimate the power of angels. Without angels, Christianity is just a casual association. Yeah. What makes the church a spiritual place and a very dangerous place to joke with is the presence of angels. And you see, you must understand that wherever you are as a child of God, you carry this awesome presence of angels. They execute judgment. When the Lord said in the book of Exodus chapter 12, when he said that, I will pass through the land of Egypt tonight and I will execute judgment so that Pharaoh will let you go. It was the angel that passed through the land. It was the angel. And this morning on the prayer line, I was teaching a mystery. And I said that, listen, until, please, the same scripture that we read, him. Eh? Let's go back there. the 2nd uh, King chapter 6. Look at verse number 16 and 17. Until you allow or until you command the angels. And he answered, fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Now look at verse 17. And Elisha prayed and his eyes were opened and he saw the chariots of fire. Look at verse number 18. And when they came down to him, you see, when the The issues were coming down against the person. Bible said that Elisha prayed unto the Lord. Elisha commanded the angels. The angels were there. They would have come down to him and arrest him. They would have arrested him and taken him to the king of Assyria. If he had not commanded. So the angels are there. But you got to command them. I remember once upon a time something very vital. It was a document. It was missing. And then I looked everywhere. I couldn't find it. I looked everywhere. I mean, the very places that I know, that I keep that document, I looked. I couldn't find it. And then I began, as I was sitting there frustrated, dejected, despair, and almost entering into depression, I remembered there are angels. They see what we cannot see. And I said, in the name of Jesus, let the angels of the Lord assign to me. Look for this document for me. And then there was a great relief out of my heart. And then I went to sleep. The following morning, I woke up and I felt like, why don't I go check at that place? And I said, oh, I've checked over there before. There was a, a heavy impression upon my heart. So I walked there. I just removed one cover and the thing was there. The document was there. The same place I have looked for over and over. Sometimes, eh, by demonic orchestration, something that belongs to you can be covered. It can be covered. The thing is there, but you will not see it. In Genesis chapter 21, uh, Genesis 21, when Hagar, can we start reading from probably verse number 8 downwards? Genesis 21 from verse number 8. When Hagar and then Ishmael were on their way out, the child grew and was weak. Jump with me to verse number 12. And then Bible says that uh, um, um, Sarah didn't want them there. And God said unto Abraham, let it not be grievous unto you. Send them away. Verse number 13. Look at verse 10. And also the son, I will make him great. Verse number 14. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a bottle of water and gave it to Hagar, putting it on her shoulder and the child, and sent them away. So she departed and wandered in the wilderness. Verse number 15 says that, And the water was spent, it was finished. The thing that they depended on was finished. The thing that they were looking for was finished. And she cast the child under one of the shrubs. And she said, I don't want to see the child die. Verse number 16. So she went and then sat over. And she sat over against him and lifted up her voice and wept. Look at verse number 17. Hallelujah. And God heard the voice of the Lord. And the angel of the Lord called out to Hagar out of the heaven and said unto her. Why are you crying? Hagar, fear not. For God has heard the voice of the lad. Now look at verse number 18 and 19. Arise, lift up the child, I'll make a great nation of him. 19. And the angel and the angel opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. They were looking for a bottle of water, just like this. Just like this one. Look at that. They were looking for something like this to drink. But there was a, a fountain a well that they could drink and bath in there. Meanwhile, they were dying for lack of this. What you think is not there. It's actually in excess. But without the ministry of angels, you may never see it. Without the mini- You see, they have been despised. If you are clapping, clap unto the Lord. They have been despised to help us. Anytime it looks like you are not seeing something that you must see, activate them. Now, do you know why for the whole of this week I've been talking about the ministry of angels on the prayer line? Because at the beginning of this month, you know, at the beginning of every month, I wait on the Lord to find out, Lord, what are you saying concerning this month? Because one of the greatest ways of achieving results is by moving with direction. So as I was waiting upon the Lord, the Lord opened my eye. And then I saw, like, the way when you guys are having your field and then your track event, you see, you guys will be inside the... The arena, right? And especially those that do the track. Hey, they scare people a lot. With, without even them saying that on your mark said go. You see, hey, pa, 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 pa. Then they'll be running and then they'll be coming, scaring other people. That was what I saw. I saw some beings, huh? I saw some creatures. They look like human beings, but they were they were they were extra strong and they were shining. And then they were all in the same garment. And there were many. And then they were rehearsing. Some of them were trotting, You know, some of them, that kind of thing. It's like they were preparing for an assignment. So as I was watching, I said in the realms of the spirit, what is the meaning of this? And the Lord said, my angels are ready to carry the assignment. Yeah. They are ready. I'm telling you, they are ready. Don't underestimate them. I don't know why I'm talking about this. This is not what I want to talk about. But listen, they are ready. Because there is something that has to happen without the power in the house of God. Christianity is just a religion. But Christianity is not a religion. It is a call unto experiencing power. Because Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 28 when God created man, he said let man have dominion. Let man have dominion. And man lost it. When Jesus came, he didn't give us dominion. He gave us power dominion is is, is authority within a jurisdiction a limited jurisdiction that is why we have kingdom that means a king over a domain a king over a, a place not every place but when Jesus came he did not give us dominion he gave us power power is limitless authority So it means that what Jesus restored us, Christianity has brought us to a place where wherever we find ourselves, we take authority. And we do that by the ministry of angels. One day in the book of Acts chapter 12, they caught a man called James, the apostle. Jesus had 12, but out of the 12, he had three that were so close to him. Peter, James, and John. They caught James The guy that was one of the closest to Jesus and they beheaded him. Herod chopped off the guy's head. With all the things that they had done, going out, casting out devils, returning with jubilation, telling Jesus that in your name, they were there when Jesus walked on the sea They were there when Jesus told them that greater things than these will you do. And Herod caught the guy and beheaded him like a chicken. And Bible says that They took Peter also. When they took Peter, the Bible says that the church decided to activate the angels. Acts chapter 12. They took Peter. The church said, hey! When? So the question is, when they caught James, where, where was the angel? He was there. But nothing happened because they didn't activate him. You see, angels are gentle. They don't operate without your involvement. You, without you, they, they 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 are they are they are assess something in the morning. They are emotionless. They don't have mo- uh, uh, They don't have emotions. They don't have feelings. They used to have feelings until Genesis chapter six verse three, when God seared their feelings. When they started sleeping, the fallen angels started sleeping with the daughters of men. And then producing giants those days. The Bible said that they were producing giants. And then the Lord said, my spirit will no longer strive with men. And so at that time, the Lord took the emotions out of angels. So angels don't have emotions. That is why demons are very wicked. When they are doing something to somebody, they don't feel it. The, The feeling is not there. That is how angels are. So, angels, you can be there. Your angel can be there. And then you are crying blood, and then he's still standing. Because he doesn't have motions, he doesn't have feelings. You have to tell the angel that go and do this, go and do that, go and do that. Because they minister to us, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14. Are they not all ministry spirits sent forth to minister to the saints that are heads of the kingdom? Are they not all ministering spirits? so what you got to do ladies and gentlemen is to activate the angels activate them when you don't activate them ladies and gentlemen they become idle so they took Peter Acts chapter 12 look at verse number 5 Bible said that Peter was therefore Acts chapter 12 let's start from verse number 5 he said that Peter therefore was kept in prison but what happened Oh, come on. Patience, are you here? What happened? Prayer was made without season of the church unto God for him. Do you know what that means? It means the angels were activated. That child of yours has gone vacuum and all that. Send the angels after them with their names and address. Mention the name you said that, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, I send the angels of the Lord around me to go and bring this boy home. To go and bring this lady home. To go and bring this grandchild home. Send them. Don't cry. It will not change anything. You have the power. It is in your mouth. Peter was therefore kept in prison, but the church kept on activating the angel. Verse number 6 says that, and the night before, he will be brought out and decapitated. That same night, Peter was sleeping. Between two soldiers. Bound with two chains. And the keepers of the prison door kept the prison. And what happened? Verse number 7. Look at verse number 7. When they activated the angel. And behold the angel of the Lord. Somebody say the angel of the Lord. Behold the angel of the Lord. Came and delivered him. When you read the story. Bible say that later on. When there was the need for examination now give me verse number give me verse number 15 that was and look at what happened 15 to 18 and they said unto him thou art mad now verse number 17 jump to verse number 17 but he he beckoning on them uh, uh, uh with a hand held their peace okay so this was when Peter had come in now verse number 19 look at 19 and when Herod had sought for him and found him not he examined the keepers And commanded that they should be put to death. Listen, there are certain things that want to disarm you or put you to death. When you engage the angels, there will be exchange. Yeah. May the Lord bring exchange your way. That same angel was not yet gone. So, Najal, guess what? Now, it came to pass that Herod himself was now taunting and making pride. I mean, it was very boastful that I, I, all, the, all the people are afraid of me. When I shake myself, everybody goes down and order. Verse number 21. Now, verse number 21 says that, and upon a set day, Herod, arrayed in royal April, sat upon his throne, and made an oration unto them. Look at verse number 22. Let's be quick. And the people gave a shout, saying that it is the voice of a God, and not of a man. And then Bible says in the next verse, and immediately the angel, somebody say the angel. the angel. The same angel that brought deliverance was ready for judgment. Yeah. When the angel of the Lord comes, listen, the way that angels bring deliverance is by bringing judgment. That is why when the angel went into Egypt, he had to bring judgment before he bring deliverance. So sometimes certain things that we go through which we are not supposed to go through which must not happen in our lives. Engage them. When you engage them ladies and gentlemen, what happens is that they bring judgment. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Now briefly, let me join it with what I wanted to talk about that you shall receive power. Somebody say I shall receive power. Without power Charles, Christianity is an old school association on a WhatsApp platform. I'm telling you. The reason why many people don't, when people invite them, oh, let's go to church. They don't want to go. Because there is not, you see, the church, the church, the church, and I'm talking about most of the church. Of course, not all churches. Most of the churches have become entertainment centers. Give me 2 Corinthians chapter 1. And let's start. Uh, 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 let's start reading from somewhere and then let's see uh, um, let's look at it from somewhere and then you will understand what I am talking about. First Corinthians chapter 2 1 Corinthians chapter 2 from verse number 1 to 5. The call of Christianity is a call unto power. Without power we cannot liberate the world. Christianity is the solution center of God amongst men. Yeah. What is the solution center of sicknesses? Isn't that a hospital? Yes. Germany. If somebody is sick and the person goes to the hospital, sometimes when people, before people will go to the hospital, they will do a review. They will read about the reviews. They say, hey, everybody that goes to this hospital, 98% of them dies. Would you go there? You are going to a hospital and then you want to read a review about it. And then out of the uh, 20 reviews, 18 of them says that, Everybody that goes there never comes back. They all die. This one said I took my grand my grand my grandma there. This one said I took my grandpa there. This one said I took my dog there. Even to the point of taking their business there, they lost the business. Would you carry yourself there? Uh-huh. So if the solution center huh, that is supposed to provide solution loses the ability to subs- to loses the ability to deliver solution, people don't go there. That is why people don't want to go to the church. Because the church has become like an entertainment center. We love entertainment. And you know, in America, entertainment is big. If you are in the entertainment industry, you make it. In America. I, and I, brethren, when I came to you, I did not come with the excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. In most churches, it is the excellency of speech. They can orate. They can talk. And somebody say to me, amen, amen. Somebody say, I receive it. I receive. We do that here. But ladies and gentlemen, we do it on the premises of power. Because without power, it is an, look at that. He said. Paul speaking. He said, I did not come to you with the excellency of speech. So, there are some messages. It is an excellent speech. Verse 2. The next verse. For I determined not to know anything amongst you except Jesus. Christ and him crucified. Except the power. Jesus crucified is the power of Christianity. If Jesus was not crucified, and he did not resurrect. There is no Christianity. Then it's like Confucianist. It's like any other religion and I was with you in weakness and in fear and in my trembling verse number 4 and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words so that is the second dimension of some messages some of the messages are enticing words some of the messages are enticing words hallelujah to make you feel good but deny the power I was talking to uh, my son Connor, and he was expressing some frustration that he's having. I said, son, what is this frustration? He said, it hurts my heart that the people that need... He said, And he told me something. He said, Papa, do you, do, you, do you know that even unbelievers are ready to accept the gospel more than believers who are in captivity, but they don't know that they are in captivity. And that is true. If there are people that oppose the gospel of power... Uh, it is not outside, outsider. I'm telling you, it is believers. How can you say that in our times now, miracles do not exist? What kind of Bible are you reading? What, are you crazy? No, I don't understand. Then what is Christianity? How can you say that you don't believe in miracles? How can you say that you don't believe in power? You don't believe in supernatural healing? You don't believe in miraculous provision? What did Jesus say? Didn't he say that the things that he came to do greater things than that will we do? Why have we relegated the power to excellency of speech and enticing words? So it is like giving temporal solution for a permanent problem. So people go to church with all manner of suppression, depression, oppression, downpression, and all depressions. And they sit down and the message comes and then it covers the pain. When they leave, then the pain comes back. But the church is supposed to be the solution center of God amongst men. He said that if the salt loses its taste, what is it good for? We will walk over it. That is why many people are walking over the church. Because the power that we must demonstrate, we are not demonstrating it. Paul said, not with the enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and of power. Uh-huh. In the mighty name of Jesus, any condition you find yourself in, That is contrary to what God has predestined for you. I declare that it comes to an end now in Jesus' name. Come on. Do you believe it? I said it comes to an end now in Jesus' name. Whether it is sickness, whether it is disease, whether it is pain, whatever it is, let it come to an end now in Jesus' name. Shout me a believing amen. So look at what Jesus said. John chapter 1. Reading from verse number 10 all the way to 13. John chapter 1. Verse number 10 to 13. He says that he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. But, verse 11, be quick. The next verse. He came unto his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him. Somebody say as many as received him. As many as received him. What did he give them? Power. 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 Unlimited authority. To become the sons of God. The word sons of God means... Celestial beings. Spirits don't die. Hallelujah. Nothing will terminate you prematurely. God will believe it. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Uh, I have some very powerful testimonies. I will share them one of these days. How can we rescue the perishing if we don't have power? What did Jesus say in Mark chapter 3 verse 27? He says that no one can go into a strong... Look at the statement, John chapter 3, Mark chapter 3 verse 27. No man can enter into a strong man's house and take his goods except he first bind a strong man. How can you bind a strong man without power? So now, the the, 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 the work that Jesus has given to us will now be invalid Because we cannot do it without... This is Jesus speaking. Except he will first of all bind the strong man. And then he will take his goose. Power is what is needed to bind that strong man. Now, unfortunately, do you know that... Listen. Do you know that sometimes when there is a storm... There is a storm. And then sometimes some power will be cut out. Okay, Do you know why the power is cut out? The power is cut out because... Not that the power is not flowing. At that time, it is flowing, but it is going to a wrong direction. Okay? Sometimes a cable will break and then it will fall down. So, the power that must come through the cable to your home and to this place and to wherever it is needed is not connected. So, they have to cut it short. They have to, they have to open the circuit so that the, 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 the power will break. Otherwise, Where it is not supposed to be, it will be there and it will destroy. Do you understand? If right now, the cable uh, falls down. Now, there has been a heavy downpour. There is water over there. The cable falls down and drops in the water. The power is in. But do you know that it will be detrimental to lives? Anything that touches it can die. So what would they do? They will stop it. They will suspend it at source. So, Sometimes, the power in the church has been suspended as source because what the power is supposed to be used for, it is not being directed there. And so, where it is being directed, it's destroying lives. So, the Lord said, no, 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 no. Cut the power. Because when you continue to flow, current through the cable, instead of it producing light, producing heat, producing energy, it will kill. So, the power is there. So, sometimes we are talking, why why are we not seeing the power of God in the house of God? Because it has been stopped from the source. Because we are not using, we are now using it to buy cars. We are now using the the, the power to get houses. We are now using the power to make millions. Listen, all those things, listen, the things that we are supposed to use the power for, we are not using it for. The fringe benefit is what we are using the power for. You shall receive power. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. You shall receive power. And what would you do with the power? What activates the power? is the purpose of the power being executed. You shall receive power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. We say no. We'll receive the power to marry good wives. To marry handsome six-pack men. So I see you. I say hey. This is the taste of the woman that I want to marry. Now I begin to fast. And my fasting is, listen to me, my fasting is, Lord, if any man comes around this lady, let them see her as an ugly woman. Let me alone see her as beautiful. When I finish marrying her, then let her beauty come out. So we are using the power for wrong things, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let me be the owner of the latest cars in town. Let people know that there is money in the kingdom. So what you are supposed to use the power for, you are not using for it. So the Lord at times will have to stop the power, uh, the source so that it will not destroy you. But if you use the power, look at that, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses of me. Hallelujah. Hey! Hey! You begin to use the power for the reason why it was given you. All other things gravitate towards you. You'll be surprised that you go and witness one powerful woman. And then after that, she'll become your wife. Say amen. <laughs> I'm preaching good. Don't pretend as if you don't understand what I'm saying. Because you have been praying for a husband. You'll be praying for a wife. For your child. For your grandchild. And for yourself. Say me a believing Amen. When power is not used for the reason why it is supposed to flow, it is suspended from source, not from that place, not from where it is supposed to work, but from source. Sometimes the Lord has suspended the power in the church and the church keeps on praying. Lord, endow us with power. We come against sicknesses, we come against diseases, we come against um, 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 depression and all that. And the Lord said, listen, listen, the manifestation of the power is in you doing what the power was given to you for. What did we employ you to do? To stand at the gate and open the door. You said, no, 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 no. I won't stand at the gate and open the door. I would rather sit at the corner and count the numbers that are coming in. They will sack you. They will fire you. Because you are not using the power that has been given to you. For which cause Every month they pay you for what you are supposed to do. that is why the church has lost the power we just want to be in house we don't want to win souls we don't want to talk to somebody we don't want to bring people to come and experience the love of God it is when we come Mark chapter 16 let's start reading from verse number 15 all the way to 21 hi hallelujah and he said unto them Connor go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Hey, man of God. I've never preached before. I, I don't even know the scriptures. I cannot even read the Bible. He didn't say go and preach to only human beings. Catch your dog. Let me tell you how I started preaching. When I saw that the call of God was upon me, sometimes I would lay my bed. And then the pillow. I said, You, you are an elder in the church. The best sheet, you are a member. You two, you are this. You too. Sit down. Let me preach to you. And inside my room, alone with my bedding, and sometimes the table and the chair, George, uh, 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 um, Charles, I will preach and I will sweat. When I say when I finish, I say, "Say me a believing, Amen." And inside my ears, I will hear, "Amen, Hallelujah." And I said, "Say to your neighbor, neighbor," he said, "Neighbor, me alone inside that preach." He said, "Go and preach to what every creature. Preach what the good news." You see, that is why I've been telling you that if in your car, you can speak to it. Yeah. That car, you start it and it is always giving you trouble. Hey! Every time, every now and then. One of my daughters, she had a car like that she was selling. The car was giving her trouble. Every time, trouble, trouble, trouble. She put it on. What, what, what list did you put it on? Was it Craigslist or, or, or which one? Facebook. For how long? More than a month. (coughs) One and a half people came. One and a half people came and looked at the car. When they came, they saw the car. They said, hey, this one. (laughs) We can't. And then I said, and then after one service, she came and then she said, Papa, I have to sell this car. Everybody that come to look at it, they said that not our taste. I said, ah, but they saw it on Facebook before they came. So why are they saying not our taste? When they come. Power has left. <laughs> I said, bring me the oil. Do you know why we leave this oil here? The Lord spoke to me. The Lord said, every night, angels come to stir something in the church. Leave the oil. That is why we don't just use it anytime. But anytime we use this oil, something happens. And tonight, you will go home with a touch of the oil. Now listen. I said, bring me the oil. Was it a Sunday? Yeah and then i took this oil i poured it on the car i said lord in the next 48 hours do a miracle the following day, somebody called her that i want to check the car when the person came he said ah this is the car i've been looking for the lady said but there is a little problem she said don't worry don't worry this is the car i've been looking for paid her cash to listen i'm trying to let you understand that when you speak to everything, it must respond. He said, go, preach the gospel to every creature. I love what Minister Chantel said. Speak to your body. Speak to your body. Oh. Speak to your body. Stop all these services called liver oil. You are drinking, you are not seeing any change. Slim fast, you are increasing. Uh, speak to the body. Tell, talk to the body. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus, begin to shrink. Listen, you don't understand the power that you have as a child of God. You don't know. That is what pains me. That is why Bible said that lack of knowledge, my people perish. You have so much power, and as many as received Him, to them gave He power to become the sons of God. First Corinthians chapter four, verse twenty. First Corinthians chapter four, verse twenty. For the kingdom of God is not in words, but in power. For the kingdom of God is not in word. It's not I, I, I'm a Christian, you know, my father was the first person to bring uh, this church to the city. We were the first people to do that. No, it is in power. What is wrong with you? My head in the mighty name of Jesus be healed. You said the Lord has touched you I'm expecting your testimony. Leave the person with faith, the person will respond with the testimony. Praise the name of Jesus. When we begin to do what the power wants us to do, look at the consequences. Give me the mark chapter 16 that we were reading from the verse number 16. We were in 16. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be condemned. Now look at verse 17. And these signs, somebody said, these signs. This is Jesus speaking. Not Papa Nicky. Jesus speaking. Not your grandfather. These signs. So there are things that must follow people who believe. In my name. Somebody say in my name. name. That is why when I pray for you, I know you'll be healed. Except you don't believe it. When I pray concerning any situation, you can't take that confidence from me. No. It, It is too late. But You must believe it. And I'm not talking in the capacity of a pastor. I'm talking in the capacity of a child of God. Meaning that everybody. He said these signs shall follow them that believe. Whether it is a day old believer. Whether it is a 20 year old believer. In my name they shall cast out devils. When you see that demons are operating in the house. Don't say that I want to counsel this child. Cast the devil out. Man of God, I can't cast that devil out. Wait until they sleep. Go and hold their leg in the name of Jesus. Any devil that is in this, my daughter, come out in Jesus' name and then you leave the leg. If they wake up, they say, what is happening here? You say, you are dreaming. Tell them, my husband, you are dreaming. My wife, you are dreaming. He said, yeah, I think I was dreaming. I think I had an encounter. I said, huh? Cast that devil out. Okay, I can't hold his leg. Take his picture. Take his dress. Lay your hands on. In the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever spirit is troubling this man. Whatever spirit is troubling this person. In the mighty name of Jesus. Listen. You have what it takes. These I shall follow them. In my name they shall cast out devils. Look at the next one. They shall speak with new tongues. That is why we pray in tongues. Shh. Now. The other definition of they will speak in new tongues means that the Lord will give you an authority before people that otherwise you cannot stand before. Yeah. (laughs) Listen. When Jesus said, I will give you a mouth, he was talking about the fact that there are naturally, there are certain people, your caliber can't permit you to stand before them. But all of a sudden, you come before them and then you carry some kind of authority that will subdue their physical power. Example was Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. That man was a great man. Philip didn't even own a bicycle or a donkey. And then he saw this convoy, presidential convoy. The queen of Candice, I mean Queen Candace, the queen of Ethiopia, was one of the most affluent women on earth at that time. So his right hand man, his treasurer, his finance minister had gone to Israel to worship. Jerusalem to worship was going back in a convoy. The Holy Spirit said, join yourself to this chariot. Sometimes the people that we see and then we feel like, hmm, this guy look at the car he's driving, Bugatti. Hey! No, no, no. What am I going to say? You'll be surprised. One day I was in Denver, Colorado and then I was going for evangelism and then I saw a guy seated there. The way the guy was looking was fearsome. With his hair some way. Tattoos all over. Ears, peers, this, that, that his wicked genes. Hey! When I saw him, I said, my goodness, boy, oh boy, pass and look for somebody who looks more Christianic. I took one, two, three steps. The Holy Spirit said, go and talk to him. I said, hey. So I I paraded the place for about five minutes. (laughs) Lord, how do I start? And then at the point, I saw that the guy was sitting there doing some, his eyes like something and then tapping the feet that. I said, the devil is a liar. And then all of a sudden, I remembered Esther's scripture. If I perish, I perish. Lord, I'll go in there. He'll beat me. And I, you know what I said, Ch- Chantel? I said, Lord, if he beats me, it will become a testimony. <laughs> that I went to preach and I was beaten. After I've never been beaten for preaching. They have called the police for me for preaching anyway. But I have never been beaten. I mean, several times they've called the police for me. But one day, you remember? Elder Enko, you remember? When the police came, he said, what you guys are doing is good. Just watch out. Hallelujah. I said, so now I approached the guy. I said, hey, friend. Now I said, hey, bro, how are you doing? Now I wanted to speak in their, you know, their language so that i will be accepted. I said, hey, you know, yeah. And he gave me a fist. I said, how you doing, man? And then I shook his hand. <laughs> and when I shook his hand, I said, in the name of Jesus, Lord break his heart. (laughs) As I was shaking his hand, I was praying that prayer. I said, bro, I came to to you with a message. I spent three minutes with a guy. He wept like a baby. Hey! That was when I saw that the devil, the devil can make sin. eh? Let people's faces be horror. Their faces will be horror. You see their faces, you are scared. He said that this one is not my soul. (laughs) Praise the name of Jesus. I me mean, why well, they are your souls. <laughs> but sin will be glaring at you like that. You see it and you say, hey. <laughs> These signs <laughs> shall follow them. They will speak with new tongues. The Lord will give you voice in a place where your voice cannot be accepted naturally. Look at the next statement. Verse number 18. They shall take up serpents. Serpents represent deadly situations. They can be involved in an accident, but nobody in this house will be involved in an accident. Listen, there are certain things people can take them up, but not in this house. Yeah, not... The last accident you had before you ever attended Holy Hill Chapel was the last accident you ever experienced. Not in this house. I told the Lord, Lord, I don't want to bury anybody. I want to do naming ceremony. I want to do weddings. I want to do dedications. Very soon, I'll be dedicating people's ship. Yes, uh, you watch it, you see. Ocean liners will be dedicating them. We'll be dedicating people's aircraft and all that. When we start doing what we are supposed to do, those things they will, they will flood us. You'll be surprised. You mark it when we were in the home cathedral. All the prophecies I, I gave, are you not seeing them? Uh-huh. <laughs> they shall take up serpent, deadly situations. And if they drink anything deadly, now listen to me. This is why I tell everybody that people have been asking me. They said, "Eh, man of God, what about the COVID uh, vaccine? What do you think about it? And then some people are saying that it is 666. Let me tell you something. The 666 sign will not happen ignorantly. You will know it. When they are giving you the sign, you will know it. It is not like something that will be hidden in something and then they will give it and then later you realize that you have taken the 666. No! That is not what the Bible says. You will know it because you, it will be a matter of your choice whether to take it or not. And it is not in the vaccine. You will know it. Praise the name of Jesus. Now I tell people me personally I have not taken it. If it is not mandatory, I don't take it. If they say today That maybe because we have to travel or so, we have to take it. I'll go and take it. If your job requires that you take it, take it. Do you know why? Because he says that they shall drink any deadly thing. If you put in anything to affect me, when I take it it will affect you. Except you don't know what you carry. Hallelujah. One day we went for evangelism in a village way back in Africa. And then when we went in a place called Sehi. In the western region. And then they told us a man who was very occultic. They said, this guy is very deadly. Ladies and gentlemen. Now I remember one of the evenings. We were going to preach. I was the main speaker. And then uh, uh, when we were going, the guy confronted us like we met him. Hey! People's hearts started throbbing. I said, not me. One of us must surpass the other if I don't overcome you, how can I help those that are there? Okay. Like Elijah and then the prophets of Baal. Let the God that answered by fire today be God. And then I shook hands with him. Shake my hand. I shook hands with him like this. When I shook hands with him, I started praying in tongues. Mahunde atabahaya. He said, Lift my hand. I said, the devil is a liar. Today one, one hand will burn. Power. You must know who you are. They shall drink anything deadly. If they say by force, because of your work, you have to take it. There are people in this cell, they have asked me. I told them, I get. you have been taking communion. Have you not been taking communion? Ha, do you know what the communion does? When the communion enters into your body, huh, anything that comes in, the communion opens its mouth like that. Anything that comes in that is deadly and poisonous, it swallows it. People take the communion thinking that it is a snack. So sometimes... You give them one and they say, man of God, give me three. I've not eaten the whole day. I'm breaking my fast. Sometimes they say that, ah, why is the man of God's communion more than ours? This is not fair. (laughs) Sister, go and buy, drink and come. I'll bless it for you. We will all drink it together. Praise the name of Jesus. What I'm trying to say is that there is so much power. I've Listen. The, what is inside of you is greater than what is outside. By the way, by the way, do you know the many deadly things that have entered into your body that you are still alive? Exodus chapter 23 and verse number 25, he said, "You shall serve the Lord your God. He will bless your food and bless your water. Look at that bless your food, bless your water, and I will take sicknesses away from the midst of you. So it presupposes that anything that enters into us, whether air, whether food, whether drink, it contains some element of sicknesses. It is the saving of the Lord that makes that food help you. So the other day, I demonstrated it here. When you want to drink water, the same water everybody is drinking you remember the demonstration I made here? Now, uh, 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 the, can, can can you come? Can, the, two, the two of you, uh, Kona, come. Now, come, 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 come and help your beautiful fiancée because they are marrying on 23rd. So let me use them and then now. So this is a man that serves the Lord. Okay. So you shall serve the Lord your God. Stand so. No, you stand so, and then you come. You come and stand here so that we will see you. Now, give it to Kona. Now, I want you, uh come, stand in front of him. Face me. Now, Now. do you see this? Anybody who is not serving the Lord, you are like this. Okay? According to this scripture, you shall serve the Lord your God. He shall bless your food. He shall bless your bread and bless your water. What does that mean? Now, bring it. So, this is how the Lord blesses your food and your water. So the Lord will put this one here like that. And then and then <laughs> and then get woman of God, get the water and then begin to drink it. So the same water hold it, hold it, hold it. Let me also get my water. Now you see that it is the same water. We are me, me and this woman, we are siblings. We are, we are the same family. We are in the same school. We are in the same camp. We all got the same water. Hallelujah. But I don't serve the Lord. She serves the Lord. So when she was about to drink it, let this thing, uh like this. uh Now drink it. No, 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 no. Drink it through. So you see. So now raise it up a bit. Uh Now drink it. Put it on your mouth. So do you see what is happening now? So you shall serve the Lord your God. He shall bless your food and bless your water. There is a spiritual film. That separates impurities from the water. So I also get the same thing. Now, I drink it. And I say, hey, my stomach, my stomach. She drank the same water but nothing happened to her because you will serve the Lord your God. He will hold it, sir. (laughs) He will bless your water and bless your food. That is why sometimes people eat the same food. People can run. And ah, one day I went somewhere. And they said, hey, one day they said, everybody that took this food is running. And I told them, I have plastic intestines. Because one day I had, I, I had a revelation from the Lord. And the Lord said, I will be engaging you in a lot of fast. I said, okay, hey. We can do 40 days of prayers and fasting. When you break with uh, chocolate, your stomach will echo. But me, me, when I eat banku, even the name must scare you. The name must tell you how how hard the thing will be. I can eat it after 40 days and 40 nights of prayers and fasting and will still be walking around. Because you will serve the Lord your God. He will bless your food and bless your water and take sicknesses from the midst of you. If there is anybody here with any kind of sickness, any kind of pain, I speak with the with the spirit of prophecy and I say let that sickness depart from your body in Jesus name. Amen. Ha, God bless you. Carry your beautiful damsel. Because on the 23rd of October I'll bless this wonderful marriage. <laughs> Hallelujah. He shall bless your food and bless your water. And take sicknesses from the midst of you. Give me the uh, Mark. I'm, I'm wrapping up. The Mark chapter 16. And then we were in verse number, I think, 20 or 19 or something. Now, okay, look at that. It shall not hurt them. Now, they shall lay hands on the sick. Somebody say lay hands on the sick. This is why each and every one of us. patience. you got to lay hands on. You You feel some pain in your stomach. Lay hands there. Lay hands there believe it you see sometimes when you start it will not be instant but keep exercising your faith until you arrive at the place of eating strong meat nobody I'll be very surprised if LPRB and then uh, um, 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 Shela have started giving their, their babies have started giving them steak I'll be very surprised I'll report them to the police I'll say that these people have intentionally decided to be wicked but now, <laughs> now, if we also see you eating the baby's food at your age, we see you drinking breast milk. What will people say? Ah, breast milk at this age of your life. That is how we exercise authority over sicknesses. Sometimes you, you start by drinking milk. You 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 rebuke the ten. As you rebuke it, the ten is still there. Don't be worried. You keep rebuking. Sometimes you, you call for reinforcement. Papa, can you pray for me? I'll pray for you. And then you pray for yourself. I pray for you. You pray for yourself. I pray for you. At a point, when the devil comes and he says, check out. He begins to check out. Do you understand? Look at that. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Nobody will be sick in this house. If you are sick, receive your healing in Jesus' name. Do you believe it? Say, I'll receive it. And say, I believe it. Look at the next verse. Verse number 90. We are reading all the way to 21. He said, so then after the Lord has spoken unto him, he was received up into the heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Look at the next verse. Verse number 20. And they went forth. They did what? When he had given them power, Bible said that they went forth and preached everywhere. And then the Lord worked with them confirming the word with signs following. So the power will not be manifested if we stay and we don't go. You see anybody around, this month of October, it is every Sunday we are going out. We come, we spend maybe about 30-45 minutes, and then we hit the road. Because if we want to see the manifestation of true power, the power of Christianity in the kingdom of God, we got to go out. It is the going out that stirs it up. Sometimes when you prepare hot chocolate or or cold chocolate or whatever, and then you put in sugar, you put in milk, and you put in the chocolate, and you don't stir it. Sometimes when you finish drinking, you see the sweetness underneath it. Yeah, we didn't stir it. When you stir the power, the devil can't stand there. When the power is stirred, it becomes hot. When the food is hot, no fly. (laughs) You don't have to cover it. No fly will dare step on it because it will be a suicidal mission. A fly that would decide to step on a hot food, we will eat you together with the food. Except we see you, then we will throw you away. But if we don't see you, you, and, you are also meat. Just that you are baby meat. <laughs> Fortunately, you are full meat. We will swallow you. Sister, don't say that. Or you, have, you may have swallowed a fly before without knowing. <laughs> Hallelujah. The power is in the going. Close your eyes. I am done. The power is in the going. If you want to see power in your life, become a soul winner. Wherever you find yourself, don't wait until it is October. A man of God, open your eye for 30 seconds. Man of God, when I go, what do I what do I speak? Talk to them about what the Lord has done in your life. Hey. God, God God, Him. everybody that comes to Jesus. If you truly came to Jesus, he has done something for you. I'm telling you. Otherwise, what would you go? What would you carry along? There is something that must be your message. Before you even introduce the scriptures, you must introduce the scripture of your life. Paul said, we are the epistles. He said, you are my epistles. You are the Bible that somebody is reading. In your apartment complex. Sometimes they don't even want to hear it. You go and then you say that in the book of James. They say, ah, James used to live in my former place, but I left there a long time ago. They don't even know James. One day, some of our missionaries in China, they went to speak to somebody. They said, hey, do you know Jesus? And then the guy said, ah, true, true. The guy is called Savior. The guy is called Savior, Pastor Savior. He said, do you know Jesus? He said, you you have photo, photo of Jesus? Give me tomorrow. Come, I'll do for you. Yeah, because in China, when you show them a picture, they will try to duplicate it for you. So when he said, do you know Jesus? He thought it was a gadget. He said, show me a picture. Tomorrow come. I will give you. Yes, I'll give you Jesus. Were you not the one that, who, 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 who amongst us went to, when we went last year on so Winning and then asked somebody about Jesus and then, you, you were the one, right? At, uh, um, I think, Hobby Lobby. Hobby lobby. And then you ask him, do you know Jesus? And what did he, he say? He said, I've heard of him, but I've never seen him. I've never met him. Uh-huh. He said, yeah, I think I've heard about him. I don't really know where he lives because I've never met him. Here in Borough. I'm not talking about in the Bible time, in the days of Peter. I'm talking about now, just a couple of months ago. He said, well, I've heard about him. I've never met him anyway. Maybe one of these days I'll meet him, but I've never met him. And he was passionate about it. There are people out there. The power is already ready. Until we go out. Look at Emanes. They brought Emanes. She received Mecca visitation. Emanes brought Dahlia. She received Mecca visitation. She also brought somebody. We are all bringing people. The power is only manifested when we do what the power wants us to do. Don't be shy. Don't be afraid of their faces. It is sin that makes their faces difficult. But you are carrying light. You are carrying light. You are carrying light. The whole of this month, whether it is in your school, whether it is in the workplace, confront people. I love this, mo- this boy. I love him. I, 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 Connor, I love him. He started coming to church. He received the word. If he meets you, don't, don't you, I, except you don't greet him. Then he will start preaching to you. Nowadays, I'm even afraid of him. When I speak to him, he's preaching me. So sometimes what I want to tell him, I can't even tell. He will preach me. And it is powerful. That is what we are supposed to do. Listen, I'm saying two things and I'll end. Number one, if Jesus is truly a savior, huh, as you claim, and you are keeping him from other people, then he's not a savior. You didn't understand it. Listen, I'll say it again. I need you to open your mind and listen. If Jesus is truly a savior that you claim is your savior, and he has saved you, and you are not sharing him with other people, then you are then you don't either you don't believe or it is not true. If you see right now, you see huh, that there is fire outbreak in the main road and then some you are you are coming from there and then somebody's going there and you allow the person to go and be burned you are a wicked person yeah when we don't share the gospel that is what it means and number 2 the gospel is only good news when it arrives in time it is only good news how good is medication if it comes after the person is dead it is only good news when it arrives in time and when is the in time now now Every day you meet people, and, and then when you are praying, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you you let this thing be settled. The Lord said that the power to settle it is in your going. You just talk to one person. I have testimonies here of people who carried flyers. They carry sometimes they carried twenty flyers. They said, Lord, as I shared these twenty flyers, let this twenty ten happen. <laughs> the kingdom is made up of keys. Here you are. You are shy. Meanwhile, the same person who is shy is was able to propose. And the same lady who says I'm shy, when the guy proposed, <laughs> he said, oh, 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 and then you were happy. You received the proposal, you were not shy. They said that sister brother, I'm shy. I can't receive the proposal. You receive the proposal, but going to tell somebody about Jesus, you are shy. Are you shy? No, you are not. Because you have brought people. I want you to close your eyes. The power is in the going. Say Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Empower me. To talk about you. To others. Can you lift up your voice and pray. Pray for two minutes. We are praying for two minutes. Now we will take the communion. And we will give our offering unto the Lord. Pray Pray for two minutes. Pray for two minutes. Pray for two minutes one day one woman told me he said the first day I met you I was really afraid of you I said why he said you, 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 you look like some you look like a lion listen we have power it is only in the going that it manifests. the whole of this month we are going out it is our month of going out you may not be able to do it personally that is why we are doing it as a corporate body So come, Sunday, come. 10 a.m., we are here. By 11, we are hitting the road network. We go two by two, a group. You will not be shy. You will be surprised at the way you return with joy. Don't let anything stop you, rain or shine. We don't let the rain stop us from going to our work. Lift up your voice. Lord, I want to see your power. There is a song, I don't know if if, if you can play for me. like you. You know how to sing it? He said, I want to be a vessel you work through. Oh, I want to be more like you. Very simple song. He said, Lord, I want to be more like you. I want to be a vessel you... Uh-huh. I want to be more like you. Lift up your voice. Sing it if you can sing it. Jesus, I wanna be more like you Ooh. Jesus I wanna be a vessel you work through I wanna be more like you it's a very simple song he said Lord I wanna be more like you I wanna be a vessel you work through that's all I i wanna be more like you he said i i wanna be more like you jesus i, I wanna be more like you wanna be a vessel no oh, i wanna be a vessel you went through lord i wanna be more like you can we sing it for the last time I I wanna be more like you Jesus I wanna be more like you oh, I wanna be a vessel you went through I, Father, the name of Jesus, grant us the grace with our hands on our hearts. We ask that, Lord, you empower us to be vessels that you can work through. You always need a vessel. We avail ourselves. It's not about our ability, it's about our availability. Use us because we are ready so that we can also see the manifestation. Bible says, and they went, and they went. And the Lord confirming. The confirmation and the validation of the Lord is in our going. So therefore, Lord, grant us grace as a church. As the whole of this month of October, we are going out. May we not limit and relegate it to just on Sundays. Every day of the week. May we compel people to come that your house may be full. That is what you said. Bless each and every one here. Anybody that came. Now, I pray prophetically. Anyone that came here with any issue, with any trouble, with any sickness, with any uh, mental instability, depression, anxiety, suppression, whatever it is. I command in the mighty and blessed name of Jesus. Go! Leave the body of the children of God alone in the name of Jesus. I decree and I declare soundness of mind. I declare soundness of body. Put your hand where that pain is. Put your hand up where that pain is. Put your hand where that pain is. I feel the healing power of God. Enter in right now. Put your hand where that pain is. Right now in the name of Jesus. I command every pain. I command every sickness. Jesus said behind every sickness is the spirit called the spirit of infirmity. And the Lord said bind and cast them out. Every sickness, every spirit of infirmity, bone diseases, whatever, blood, issues, uh, whatever it is terminal sicknesses cancerous cells also mahadossi organ failure organ malfunctioning in the blessed and mighty name of jesus christ let it be gone in jesus name be gone the mighty name of jesus i command every devil responsible for any disease go enter into the sea and never to return in the mighty name of jesus I decree and I declare your healing. Receive your healing right, Receive healing right now. Receive that 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 healing right now. I feel the power of God hitting you wherever you are. Receive that healing right now. I command the healing of the Lord to perfect your body in the mighty name of Jesus. Any trouble that has troubled your mind, I arrest that devil responsible for it. And I decree and I declare you are healed in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Say, I receive, it, I receive it. And I it and I believe it in Jesus' name. Give a clap unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, give a clap unto the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We will share the communion very soon. Do, do we have a, the communion already? Now. What is the communion? It is the express body and the blood of Christ. It is not a symbol. Theology and doctrines. Some doctrines will tell you it is a symbol. It is not a symbol. Jesus broke the bread and said, it is my body. We, his apprentices, are now saying it is not his body. (laughs) The main man said that it is my body. We said, no, Jesus, it can't be your body. It is a symbol. That is why many people are weak in the body of Christ. Because the power has been relegated to a symbol. And the things of God is such that what you know is what works for you. He broke the bread. Can you give me the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse number 16. He said the cup of blessing which we bless. Is it not the communion of the blood of Jesus? And the bread which we break. Is it not the communion of the body of Christ? Now let me tell you something. The only thing that stops anybody from taking the communion is one. It is when you do not have a relationship with Jesus. It is not sin. Listen very well. It is not sin. The communion is supposed to help you to overcome sin. It is not your perfection that qualifies you for the communion. It is the communion that qualifies you for perfection. The day that Jesus was giving the communion... Judas Iscariot was right by his side. When he broke it, he was the first person he gave it to. Yet, after they had eaten, he said, thou fool of your master, the devil, go and do his bidding." And he went. Jesus was thinking that by the giving of his body and his blood, it could help Judas Iscariot overcome sin. But the guy was totally overtaken by devils. So, in the book of John chapter 6 and verse number 51, now, they have taught a lot of doctrines that have stopped the power from happening in the church. It's so painful. Look at John chapter 6 verse 51. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh which I give for the life of the world. So, every one of us. As children of God, there is something in us called the life of the world. Sometimes the life of the world is a character. Sometimes it is an attitude. Sometimes it is a situation. And Jesus said that what takes care of the life of the world is not the many prayers. Since you started praying and fasting, has it changed? He said, this communion that I give is for, it is an exchange. So the more you take it, the more it depletes that appetite from you. You heard a story, the testimony of one of my daughter, Sally. She had brain tumor in February. She had gone to do surgery in India last year, around this time, November. And then in February, she went for a review and they said the tumor is growing and it is becoming bigger. She's always on the prayer line. Every morning on the prayer line, we eat communion. Every blessed morning. We eat communion. And the communion is neutral. The thing that you are holding now, when I finish praying over it, it is neutral. What you say over it is what it gives you. That is why somebody can use the communion for a breakthrough in an an area. Somebody can use the communion for healing. You can use it for anything provided you understand the power behind the communion. She took it from February. In September, 9 months afterwards i mean in i think did, no in last month is september right she went for a review she sent me the report she sent me it's, it's on my phone and not she didn't take um, chemo she didn't do any therapy communion for 9 months now nah. she went for a review and they said the tumor that was growing it's not that it has stopped growing they can't find it again how many of you heard a testimony? On the, yeah, you heard the testimony on the prayer line. It is live. She sent me the two reports. The same place. People have gone for COVID tests. They said that they have COVID. I said, take communion. We prayed over it. They took communion. They went back. They said negative. One of my daughters, she went. They said negative. She said, no. I don't like this one. Let it be positive. I said, sister, it, is, it will never be positive in Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The communion you are taking today, whatever you want, I want you to say it over it. But the only thing that stops anybody from taking the communion is when you don't have a relationship with Jesus. That is why before we take communion in this house, I always give the opportunity. Maybe you go to church, but you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. That is what I'm talking about. It is Jesus that will change us. It is not we that will change ourselves. But you have to give him the steering wheel of your life. So, in the next 30 seconds, if you can close your eyes with me. If you are here, you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. In the next 30 seconds, you want to do something very simple. Wherever you are, I want to pray for you. But I want you to shoot your hand up. And then, that is an indication that, Lord, I know that I've been steering the affairs of my life. But I want you to take over. That is the reason why we say that, shoot your hand up. So, in case you are here... You don't have a relationship with Jesus. Maybe you are a member of a church. Maybe you've even been in the church for long. But you have not expressed the intention that Lord Jesus come and be the Lord and master of my life. I want you to shoot your hand up wherever you are online. You can put your hand on your heart. But if you are in-house, can you shoot your hand up in the sky? And I want to pray for you that Lord, I want to have a relationship with you. Would you shoot your hand up in case you are like that? Oh, eyes closed in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Now, I want you to pray this prayer with me. In-house, let us help those online. Say, dear Lord Jesus, thank you for tonight. Your power and your word at play in my life. With my heart, I believe you came to die and you paid for my sins. With my mouth, I confess that Jesus is Lord. I am born again. Hallelujah. You are born again. Amen. It's very simple. Now I want you to take the bread. It was bread. When Jesus blessed it and he broke it, he didn't call it bread again. He said it is my body. Father, we bless this piece of bread. It may be wafer. It may be cracker. It may be bread. Whatever flour product it is. When Jesus blessed it, And he broke it. He said, it is my body. I want you to break what you are having. It is the body of Christ. Don't take it yet. Let me bless the cup also. Lifted up the cup and blessed it and said, it is my blood. Father, we thank you for the content of this cup. We decree by faith that it is the blood of Jesus. And as we eat the body and drink the blood, Lord, do a miracle in our lives. Now, I want you to use 20 seconds. Whatever you are believing God for, speak it over the communion. Believe it. Somebody was in this house. He was believing God for admission. He prayed over the communion. He said, Lord, give me admission in this school. The same school that they told him, no. They called him. They didn't only give him scholarship. He's called Ennestation. He's in Missouri right now. They gave him with more scholarship. Whatever you are believing God for, say it over the communion. It is neutral. What you say is what you get. Father, whatever we've said over the communion, we decree it shall be so in Jesus' name. Now, joyfully eat the body and the blood. No body should be exempted. Now, ladies and gentlemen, quickly, the last thing. I want you to lift up an offering unto the Lord. We have the various giving portals. What we do in this house is that anytime we come, we give an offering to the glory of the Lord. The Lord said, we should not appear before him empty. So we always come. Online members, you are not exempted. We have the giving portal wherever you are. In the name of Jesus, I want you to lift up an offering The Lord will bring healing wherever you are. The Lord will bring recovery. The Lord will bring redemption. The Lord will bring new beginning in the name of Jesus. If you want to do by tightly, all that you need to do is to take up your phone and send the word. Give G-I-V-E to the number 833-859-4117. Or if you want to use PayPal, just look us up. On Holy Hill Tn at gmail.com. And the attention name is our. And if you want to do a check, write it in the name of Holy Hill as the Lord has blessed you. Now you got your card, or you want to do with the square, you can just go back there to the finance team and then you swipe it. And then whatever the Lord has touched you to give. If you want to be a partner with the ministry, we sponsor missions. We also do so many things, we spread the gospel. And we do whatever the Lord tells us to do. And it is done with our resources. So I want you to joyfully give. And like they said in the announcement, a 501c ministry, we give giving credit in case you are thinking. Would they give me a giving credit? Once you give us your name, your address, everything, you will receive it as you have given. So that for the purposes of your tax filing, in case you want to use it. In Jesus name. Please lift it up Father. We thank you for the privilege and opportunity of giving. Online members. Keep on giving. The Lord bless you. It is your resources and my resources that the Lord amplifies. So that his work will continue. Father we receive it. Bless it in Jesus name. Let the heavens be open over it. Please drop it in. Now what we do is that once you, you, if you have your tithe, you can still drop it in but after service, I'll pray with Titus and all online members that are tightened to always have a representative that stands in for you. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. Shall we be on our feet? In the mighty name of Jesus. Connor and um, um, Germany, I will introduce you on Sunday. Shall we be on our feet? Father, we thank you for tonight. Soak yourself in the blood of Jesus. We decree and declare your blessings over us. Thank you for the multitude that you, you, you brought in online and in-house. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Before we share the grace, if today is your first time worshiping with us, I want to see your hand up. We have a way we welcome our first timers. And so, wow, come on. Holy Hill chap, would you please walk up to me? It will be my singular honor to shake hands with you beautiful men and ladies yes please walk up to me hallelujah is this not powerful wow i'm super elated i'm super excited hallelujah ah my goodness please now just stand here and then please oh let me shake hands with you god bless you is this not beautiful holy hill chapel let I appreciate them for their time here would you want to you you don't mind telling me your name right um, my name is Esther. E- wow. Queen Esther. And who invited you, Esther? Um, it was Sister, uh, what's, I forget her name. Yeah, Josephine and also Pastor DeMarco. Oh, wow. Hallelujah. You know Pastor DeMarco? My friend. Oh, he, he's been coming here. And then you are? Kim. Kim, also invited? By Esther. Oh, wow. So Esther was coming for the first time. Why would she not experience power? But somebody to me stay here will never invite anybody. She was coming for the first time. She said to Kim, "Kim, follow me. God bless. And you are? My name's Natalie. Natalie. And who invited you? Um, So I was in Murfreesboro about maybe a year and a half ago. And I went to a Christian bookstore. And someone named Willow gave me her number. Wow. Hallelujah. Let us appreciate them. Hallelujah. So she's appreciating and celebrating you right now as you are here. Isn't it beautiful? Can you imagine the crown she's receiving? Hallelujah. Come on, let us appreciate them. I am very emotional now. Father, thank you for, please, give us some tissue for me. Yeah. Father, thank you for the lives of, you see why we have to go? A year and a half ago, person is not around, but the soul is here. Yeah. Do you think heaven will forever forget this day? Uh Uh-huh. Let's pray, Father. That is why we got to go out. Left a number, left a card. Gone to be with the Lord, but the person is here. Father, we thank you. What an awesome gathering tonight. Lord, what a moment. Thank you for the life of Willow. And thank you, oh Lord, for each and every one of us also. And thank you for all them that are here. We give you all the glory, give you all the honor. Bless these wonderful ladies and gentlemen. And Father, let their desires come to pass. Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore, surely goodness after service i'll see you right here shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the lord forever and ever amen let's take our prophetic declaration with long life is on the board full of prosperity and sound health shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives amen